Hey guys, just a heads up, this is a not safe for work podcast, so keep it in your pants until you won't get busted. <laughs> Orgasmic Terrorist, a podcast about acceptance around becoming authentic within our sexual exploration. Orgasmic Terrorist. Welcome to Orgasmic Terrace with Jenna and Sarah. Hi, guys. We are here. We're going to do something fun again, and it's probably be a regular feature. We're going to do naughty know-abouts. What is a naughty know-about? What are we talking about, mm-hmm. Sarah? We're going to talk about naughty questions. Woo! To get to know each other when, and, and have fun asking yourselves. I think it'd be awesome to ask your girlfriends, ask these questions and see what they come up with, or even just your partners. <laughs> Yeah, your partners. I think it's always fun. It's another level of intimacy to be able to laugh at each other or or divulge something or find something out. So I think it's an awesome idea. A long time ago, I had a partner that we were going to write a book. This is how Orgasmic Terrace came about. We were going to write a book about getting to know each other while being connected. And it was a long title, but we had a really cute one back then. And I actually had all these questions that we were going to ask. And this had this whole concept. With that said, I didn't do it, but I've always been curious about how to get to know your partner better and not be so like, well, how many partners did you have? You know, I wanted to to get to know my partner differently. So I really think this is going to be fun. So I will start off with my first question is, do you like sexting? I love me some sexting. Are you kidding me? That's the best. It's bomb. It's so good. Like it just gets your juices pumping and you just get all excited. You can stay like that tantric little, like yummy, naughty, just horny all day. Absolutely. I love sexting. I love all of it. I like dick pics. (laughs) Well, you like dicks. (laughs) I like dick pics. I like boo pics. You can send me boo pics. But what I realized is as I'm getting older, I'm getting bored with texting it. I'd rather just like, hey, want to come over and look my pussy, you know, at times. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay, fair, fair. I understand for sure. Sometimes I do enjoy texting. But back in the day, man, I really did enjoy it. I really did. But now I'm kind of getting lazy. Well, I think that lives change in your job has changed and it allows you to have that time to do things like that. Most people that are in a nine to five are not going to be like, Hey, come fuck me. <laughs> like what's the, I mean, then that's your sexting. That could be the sexting. You know? So I do have a really cute little funny story. So the other day, my partner sent me his picture. Wait, was it his dick picture or was it just his picture? It was him naked in the bathroom and he doesn't really do that often. Send me I love it. Send, sent me a naked picture and he had his hair standing straight up. He goes, look, honey, I'm Einstein. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't know whether I'm turned on to the old man, the Einstein or the hair, but it all worked for me. It was so cute. I downloaded the picture and we have puppies now. And I was showing one of my friends the picture of the puppies and I was just flipping the pictures and I saw the naked picture and I flipped right by it and I go, wait, what was that naked picture? And I'm like, no naked hair. And I moved on. So I got busted today. That's the risk that you take to, to sex people or to save photos and all the things. My phone's kind of like Vanna White. It's like, you get a pussy picture and you get a pussy picture. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Literally none of them are supposed to have pussy pictures and it does not care. So everybody now, just all my friends know that 
if you are over my shoulder, A, I don't give a shit. You're going to see what you're going to see and B, that is on you. And so I have the group that is like, Jenna's looking at her phone. We're going to step to the left. And then I have the group that is like right over my shoulder going, just give me one. <laughs> so it's, you know, you pay to play sometimes. That's all I got to say. I have to say another really quick story about that. I was just getting into going wild and crazy and we were driving down to California. It was my sister and myself. And I'm like, oh my God, you got to see this. We're driving 75 miles an hour and I showed her a dick pic she literally swerved the car and she goes don't don't flash me dick pics she's a lesbian she goes it's almost as bad as flashing me a dick no no you can't do that now every time i wanted to show her on my phone she still has ptsd by it she's like i'm not i'm not looking until you tell me it's not a dick <laughs> perfect Three years she still is traumatized by my dick pic you have made a mark or that dick made a mark on on her yes <laughs> and it is it, it will be brought up many many times you get her drinking she'll tell you about my dick pic don't look at sarah's phone there's dick pics on there i won't show her my phone then either <laughs> so that's my first question what about yours next uh where on your body is your favorite place to be touched where on my body oh depends on my mood but really my nipples if, if just we're nipples. Go somewhere i just like my nipples played with and touched and i even like the palm of the hand on my mm -hmm. nipples for whatever reason it's, it's oh. okay so your nipples final answer final answer mine is probably i'm gonna say having somebody bite my clavicle like make out with my clavicle i can come off of that just ah uh, just tinglies all over which made my nipples hard so there you go you're tying into your nipples <laughs> And it, no, they're not hard. We're having a cold wave right here. So, you know, <laughs> sitting in the heat and I'm still cold. Okay, question number three. This one's a hard question, but I thought it would be a really good one. What is your number of partners and do you wish it was fewer or more than it is? Oh, this is such a tough question. It's only tough because I actually could not tell you how many people I've slept with. We had a bit of a long wet spell for a long time there. So I don't know my number. So there's that. However, I could take that number down to, I'd say 12. 12 were worth it. So I would say less for me. Quality, not quantity, right? Like I went through so many quantities to get 12 quality and I'm 44. So yeah, there you go. What about you? I, I with you. I would rather have quality over quantity. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that what I'm having now, sex wise, is probably the best I've ever had. And I hope to have better ones in the future. I'm just getting to know my body even that much more. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a lady the other day and I said, I really think that having an orgasm more often than once a month or once every six years or whatever is healthy. And she was like, yeah, I guess I should look at that more often. She hadn't had an orgasm in six years, but I mean, get out there, get out there and then enjoy yourself at least once. Oh my God, that's going to make me cry. Six years? Six years. Oh, and I bring it up because of the numbers. She's only had like a hand. She had gone through a crazy spell and then had gotten married. And now she's like six years. No, no, no. Mm, no, I no. Want, no, I'll go back to high numbers at this point. No, no, give me six. <laughs> All right. You ready for your next question? Yes, please. If you were out to dinner and your partner wanted to have sex right then, what would you do? And what have you done? 
Uh huh. I would say, okay, what do you want? And then go with it or try to work around it. Like I'll go to the bathroom and, you know, suck off or whatever, whatever the plan is. I guess <laughs> because I'm that adventuresome. <laughs> but what have I done? I have been fingered in a public restaurant. And have come several times while being served Italian food, (laughs) pasta, and an orgasm. Sounds like the best date ever. (laughs) Exactly. I've done it in public bathrooms, things like that. But I've done it in the theater, which is super funny. I went to see a movie with a friend and we had sex and it was full on sex. I mean, I rode him. I sucked on him. It wasn't just like hands. It was full on sex. It was amazing. Yeah. In the theater with people there. God damn. <laughs> I know. Okay, so what about you? Yes, I would definitely be okay, let's figure this out, if at all possible. I also get real shy. <laughs> so if there was a large possibility of us getting caught, I probably would not be able to do it. I don't know why I'm prude in that way, but if I could totally get away with it, absolutely 100%. And I have I've been fingered under the table, I've had full on sex out on a dance floor lots of alleyway, public alleyways, park and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, absolutely. If I could get away with it. Yes, I would. (laughs) Okay. And would I do it again? Probably. I probably would. Okay. So it's my turn. Have you ever cried or fallen asleep during sex? (laughs) (laughs) I've done both. I've done both. If I have been under duress with a partner, generally my partners and I, our communion time with each other, our attunement time is sex. So if I've been warring with a partner, we've had a super shitty night and then we're trying to reconnect. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely go over the edge with racking, heaving sobs. It's just an emotional thing for me. I'm an emotional lover. And then I've had it where, you know, it's so so beautiful. It's so romantic and sensual. And I'll, I'll weep while having sex. Then we went away, my lover and I went away for Valentine's day. And the first session that we had together, we got all prepared and we were practicing. I love the fact my partner always calls it practicing. Yeah. Always practicing. It's never the final because then we don't feel like if we mess up or something doesn't go right, it's, it's, oh, it's just a practice. We'll do better next time. I love that. I think that's great. I had this moment where I'd gotten into that bliss because when we get into these scenes, I get into my body. And on this last set, I actually cried. I weeped big tears and mm-hmm. I was just so full of energy. And I was like, oh my God, this is like the best. And then the very next day we went to set up to do it again. Because remember, we're practicing and he had a bigger scene planned and we had a massage table. We had a bigger room, too, on the second place. And we had a massage table and we were going to do a whole bunch of stuff. And then we changed it all up at the last minute. And I hadn't got a lot of sleep the night before. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was in the scene the second night and I was on the table, sprawled out, tied down, completely asleep. That's awesome. I fell completely asleep. He just went to town. He had fun. I woke. He goes, you know, the funny part is, is I know you were snoring, but you were also moaning. So, you know, there was a possibility. <laughs> I love so I've that. done both just recently. And it was super funny because I told him later, I go, I had to tell you, I don't remember anything I was you were doing. I was completely asleep. He goes, oh, that explains the snores. <laughs> hilarious. I'm sure I know that I've fallen asleep during sex too, out of just being just weary, just road hard, put away wet. 
just, oh my God, I want to, I'm so tired and I have no other option. I am the man in the relationship. Generally, I'm out after we have sex. I just want to, I'm out. Put me to bed, baby. That's all I want. I was this time, even after falling asleep, I got up and I made it to the bed afterwards. And he has a picture of me on the bed, completely asleep. And one puppy's over my back and the other puppy's over my leg. I don't remember it. <laughs> all three of us were knocked out. All, all of his girls were so passed out of sleep. I love that. It was like, it was awesome. So... That's perfect. Well, you know, with your BDSM talk, this is going to lead me into my next question for you. When it comes to BDSM, how far have you gone or how far would you go? Well, okay. So I see the part that's weird about this question to me is what is far, you know, that's a definition. It's kind of relative, huh? To each person. That's fair. Yeah. So for me, like biting, I really, really like the biting now. And that's to me, like the furthest I've ever been. Mm -hmm. Um, but in some cases, like anal's, you know, far for people, you know, I don't. So I love my impact. Sure. And I love my bites. Now that's, that puts me over the top. So impact, what have you done in impact? Like what have you had used uh, on you? Flogging, whips, board, thumpers, boards. My lover loves to develop some new tools to hit me with. And his new one is he's taking trim and he's put little nails through it to where they're just barely coming through the wood. Oh. And he hits me with it and then he rubs it on my skin. And that's just amazing. But it doesn't. Rip Why don't you just go get a Wharton wheel? You're trying to get tetanus. No, no, he's sterilized it all. But the, uh, the that's what I need to get because I want to tell him to try that. Yes. I have a six-wheeled Wharton wheel and there's actually, yes, there's six wheels on one round. And then there's one that I just saw on Etsy. I shit you not about creamed my panties. It works like a Ferris wheel and each, it's like five of them on there. All right. You say impact play is the farthest you've got. I'm not into cutting and I'm not into blood. Yeah. And so to me, those are far, you know, uh, I know I've gotten into that and I'm not there. I don't think I will be. That's totally fine. You don't have to do any of that. Right. So that's as far as you. How about you? How far have you gone or what do you consider far? So what's the next question then? (laughs) (laughs) You asked the question. I forgot that I had to answer it though. I have gone down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I've I've like bound and gagged and deep throat and hot candle wax or ice or all the floggers, all the whips, lengths of chain, collar. Mention, I really want to try. Yeah, right after you get your ass beat and you're hot and your skin is hot, just a length of chain drizzled on your back and pulled down is the most erotic, ridiculously delicious thing. One of them that I've ever experienced. Like, cubes. holy shit. It's amazing. Cubes after that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So same premise, but like the chain, it doesn't, you know how the water melts and then, you know, you got to keep going. Like the chain is just, it's just cold. It's no, just I, cold and it lasts forever. Oh, so it's now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> I've done a lot. I have a safe word and I've never used it. How's that? So the funny thing is my, my safe word is red, right? And then yellow. I do, do the colors. And just the other day, I jokingly go, ouchie, ouchie. You know, it's almost like a yellow now. So my ouchie has become a yellow. So sometimes when you when I impact, it gets a little stingy. 
Mm-hmm. I don't say stingy, but sometimes I'll go, ouch. And then he knows that I'm like intrigued, but don't stop. But maybe give me a break. So yeah. we've developed this language, right? The reason why I'm bringing this up was just the other day, I went, ouch. And it was really an ouch. <laughs> That's why you have a safe word. And I'm like, maybe we need to change my ouchy word because it was an ouch. Yeah. No, you definitely need to change that word. Yeah. That that seems super not productive. <laughs> but it, seems like a bad idea. <laughs> but it was just like, even when he hits me sometimes, or, you know, the impact hits, I go, ouch. And but I'm like, I'm telling him not to stop, you know, that really, that's my reaction. Sure, for sure. But then when it actually came back the other day, it hurt. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. But it wasn't him doing something. It was just him playing around and it was really an ouchie. And I'm like, oh my God, okay, we got to change that word. So I'll come up with a new word. I had something similar, well, not similar, but kind of like that, where it also behooves you to, you know, pay attention. So I had a fun belt around my neck the other night. Right. And from behind, and my boyfriend has not done it that way. And so when I passed out, he missed that I passed out a little long. <laughs> I know I'm laughing about it. We had a very serious conversation about it. It was not done on purpose, but I was like, look, it's different when you're behind. You have to pay attention. You're not looking at my face. You can't see what I'm doing. So just like, hey, <laughs> but had I been present in my brain to use my safe word, that would have been the time. But also since I trance out and go nonverbal, safe words don't always work for me. So it's body cues as well. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Wow, man. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about our BDSM. I I have some fun ones. Okay. Okay. You ready? If you had a hall pass in your relationships and your hall pass could be, you could have anybody and no repercussions, even though you're in an open relationship, but this person came up to you and said, I'm going to do you. Who would it be? Give me three names of people that you would say, these are my hall pass. So I'd probably just go with like my celebrity list, which is going to be Sam Elliott at any age. I don't care. I will fuck that man's face so hard. I (laughs) hope he never hears me say this, but I want to murder him with my pussy. Like, love that man. Since Roadhouse and many more, cannot get enough of that man. I don't care how old he is. Patrick, there's that. Roadhouse, I would write him. Oh my God, he's so hot. Okay, sorry. Nipples are hard. I got to back it off. The next one. (laughs) I got goosebumps. Next one is Taron Egerton. He played Elton John in the biopic. He has been in Sing. He actually does Sing. He was in Kingsman. He's just yummy. I love it. British and just talented and so prolific already as an actor. But I just want to, I just, I want him to rail me. I want anal from him. I want anal (laughs) so hard from him. Oh my God. I want him to pull my hair. I want to call him daddy. And I hope that I I think that I've heard he's by I, with all of my heart, I hope that this is true because then I can be part of whatever Eiffel Tower sandwich situation he would ever want. So that's my second one. And your third. Oh my God, these (laughs) eyes are hurting. (laughs) So my third is probably like most of my friends. Most of my friends, I just, I love them and I want to fuck most of them. And they know because I probably have. So, but uh, that kidding aside, I got to do two women because there's two women that I like legit from my celebrity list. So one would be Cara Delvingi 
and Miley Cyrus. Oh, all right. I gave you yeah. that. Miley Cyrus, I would, I would have to, I'd have to watch. I don't think I would want to join in, but I would, <laughs> I would watch her enjoy. That her. chick's a daddy. Yeah. That chick's a daddy. Yeah, she, I'm fine with that. A big deal. To so her. is Cara Del Vigito. I think Cara's a daddy too. So. I would definitely want to be a voyeur in that situation. Okay, oh. so my go-to list, it's always been Kevin Costner. He's always been the one that just turned me mushy. Ever since Bull Durham, I was in love with Kevin Costner. I've seen every movie he's ever put out, but I know he's a douche in real life. So it would be really impossible for me to go, oh, you turn me on with the douchiness. But it, what about after he drank his pee in Waterworld? Oh, dude, but still. <laughs> I, I would care. I would kiss him. And then, you know what? Most people hate Waterworld. I absolutely liked it. I actually thought it was okay. <laughs> I did. I, I bought it. I watched it. I it was it. fine. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. I can never say it right, but I would do him. He's on my list. My sister-in-law, she will fight you for him. Oh, Every birthday, I always send her Keanu Reeves I'd memes. Let her, I'd let her fuck him and let me watch. I'd be happy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> He's too beautiful. Even in this old, you know, older age, he's just, yeah. he's, he's yummy. He's a good kind of umami. I don't, uh, and I don't mean to beard shame, but I do. It's just, if it's tighter, a shorter cut on him because it's kind of a patchier beard, I'm down, but I don't like when it, it just makes him, it, it's not attractive when it's the big bushy weird thing. To me, to me, I'm with you. A lot of women like that. I'm with you. And one of the things he's got that long face he's gotten. Yeah. That the beard is just really, it hangs weird on him now. Yeah. I like him in a tight beard, man, for sure. But the the shaggy shit can go for me. All right. Who's next? This one's going to make you laugh, but I love Peter Dinklage. I think he's absolutely stunning. I have this fantasy with him. I don't know why. It, it, what's the fantasy <laughs> it's there's a fantasy there. <laughs> there is. i will pay you ten dollars if you tell everybody what your fantasy with peter Dinklage is <laughs> she owes me ten dollars everybody i will pay you i would basically be to you know have him have fun standing up while enjoying me <laughs> i love every second of this and i watched a video once where they <laughs> oh my god how inappropriate are you gonna get right now be very careful <laughs> no I, I watched a video once where the position was so unique and i seriously want to see this in action i really want to watch like, so are we talking about a, a little person and an average size person yeah yeah it was a beautiful position and it, it is always stuck in the back of my mind are you gonna explain it no no you're just gonna have to <laughs> Figure that. This is not worth ten dollars. I will give you five dollars. All right, all right. It's 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 almost like a doggy, but they're standing up on the bed, and the other person. When it's, I love that. It was such a beautiful scene. It has stuck in my mind, and that's why Peter has always been in the back of my mind. And the fact that he was so sexy in Game of, Game of Thrones, I and he was also a Nip Tuck. And then yeah. Tuck is where I was like, oh god, he's sexy. But then when they put him in Game of Thrones, I'm like, you did perfect in game of thrones so that's why he's on my list that was worth ten dollars yeah, yeah there you go that was worth ten dollars okay what's your third one <laughs> so that, that was my third one and then i would watch miley cyrus you would watch miley cyrus yeah, but i wouldn't i i'm i think you 
could do better. I don't think this is a watch scenario. That's just a watch. I would love to do the woman that I had done in my past. There were two women that I had had sex with. I would love to go back and have sex with them again. I like that answer much better than I would watch Miley Cyrus as a hall pass. Okay. I would do the women I had done in the past because it was more intimate to me. I love that. Really hard for me to go up to a woman and go, hey, I want to lick you. No, I'm very, I'm very, it's, I'm not with women often either. It's a special type of chick for me and it does not happen often. But yeah, I would say I would go back to almost every one of my female partners. Right. Because they have been just absolutely stunning. So I agree. There's that. I've thought about, thought about switching a couple of times and then I'm like, yeah, but the dildos I haven't fallen in love with. But now I like dildos. So, you know, that might be in the future. Who knows? We are going to dive into that one some point. Okay. <laughs> All right. If I caught you masturbating, would you stop or finish? Mm, Good question. Would I stop? Finish. It depends on what was on the TV. (laughs) I'm (laughs) masturbating. There's got to be a good video on. And if I'm really involved, I wouldn't care if you were in the room. But if it's boring, then I would stop. For me, it would be how close was I? Like kind of in the vein of what you're saying, but if I'm like right there, I won't make eye contact with you. I've got no problems. You walked in on me. I'm in an appropriate place when I masturbate. So if you come into me, that is on you. So if I'm close, I'm going to lock eyes. We're doing this shit together. We're going to have a great time. (laughs) Let me get it done. And if I'm not, then I'd be like, you motherfucker, get out and give me like 30 seconds because I rock my world so fast. So yeah, I would appropriately <laughs> or inappropriately. 30 seconds to finish, go away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next one for you is, is there a song or music type that turns you on just to hear it? Fuck yeah. Okay, so... I have a sex playlist. It's a hard guess for me. I like a lot of stuff. I like 90s R&B. I like some Jodeci. I just added a bunch of Janet Jackson. I just added so many R&B 90s songs the other day. I just groove into all of them. So my playlist now is Rihanna, Love on the Brain. Stateless has a song called Bloodstream. R&B singer Miguel. He does come through and chill. It's a really honey, vibey, chill. All of these songs really just, because I'm a trance person when I have sex, but just keeps me in like that prolonged trance state. Some music, if you're doing rap or whatever, it's got that beat where I can't slip into darkness, which is my favorite spot to be. So I like that type of stuff. Camila Cabello, Senorita, Bruno Mars, Versace, stuff like that. I'm all about, but it it can't be too fast. Just that yummy, chill, trance music, you know, that's what I like. I'm not a music person, so it's really hard for me to go, hey, I love this song. So when I hear a song that I like, I usually will throw it in a playlist. So over the years, I've created three playlists and it depends on what I'm doing. So my one playlist that I absolutely love and it will turn me on is my BDSM playlist. And it starts, no kidding, with Teeth by Lady Gaga. And if I hear that song, my body goes, it's time. <laughs> Where are you? And I can put it on a loop. I will just come like crazy. It, it, that just makes my body go, oh, please, teeth, teeth, teeth. Yes. Teeth. <laughs> one time I had sex, this song got stuck in my head. 
when I was having sex and it was by Congo's and it was come with me now. Okay. That one, it was just absolutely, I love the beat in that. And it just killed me. You know, when I heard it the first time, I'm like, oh my God, I love this. And then I've had sex to it in my head. And then I had to have sex to it later, you know, like I, I love that. In the room. And I love that one. But my partner now really loves to put me sensory, like to put on like a mask and put earbuds. Oh, sensory deprivation? Sensory. Okay. There you go. And so that's what we do and put earbuds in or I'll put earphones on and then I'll cover up my head. And it's really weird for me to just give away all that control because I have to know what's going on around me. But when I do get into that and I put my music on and it's really loud and just thundering through my body, just like do Haas. Did you ever hear that song? Do Haas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Shut your mouth. Yes. Yeah. That would give me so much anxiety in sex. When I'm taking a beating, I need to be, I think that's why I like like the trancier music is because I anxiety yeah. music is anxiety. Sometimes when it's that really hard, I can't take a lot of bass makes me nauseous a lot. And then that rapid fire, it will give me anxiety. It'll put me right out of a scene. So when I'm most sex, any sex for me, I like to just be in the moment where that type of music would really, it would yank me right out, but I totally appreciate I, I oh, get that it. We write in. So that's where the difference is. I had watched a scene once in a dungeon over near my house. This beautiful couple, they were just polar opposites, personality types. She's this little spitfire and he's this gorgeous Adonis and she dominates him all the time. It's a beautiful relationship and they do tastings. And so they were showing us the tasting and she had put down this little speaker and she turned on her music. She goes, I need music. And she starts beating her partner, impacting him to the beat of Haas and it just gave me chills and I'm like I want that <laughs> I've had it and I've had it where my partner hears it, and I've had it where I only only one hearing it and when I'm the only one hearing it it's kind of surreal because I know he doesn't hear it but he seems to hit the beat just right it was amazing mm-hmm. the time that we had done it and it came on I had chills I was like okay that's gotta happen again but now I, I let him hear it so that he knows so we had to b- both do it but I do have one that I wanted to know if you've heard back in the day in the 80s do you remember a soundtrack that we all played at least in California it's the Enigma Monks have you ever heard them? a thousand percent they were so huge along with Enya they were like the same great yes of course I have you want it you are fucking to the Buddhist monks yes you're going my to hell it was the fucks soundtrack. If you were going to go yeah. have sex, you went to, you fucked to that. Back in my. That's the weirdest shit I've ever heard. That's hilarious. I love it. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the. I know, never. Find the album and get it on my phone. And I've had <laughs> sex to that because it had made me feel like I was in high school again. Yeah. Got rid of all my numbers. <gasps> I finally had sex to Digman Monks like everybody else in my high school. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you the next question and I hope you didn't just answer it, but, um, what's a surefire way to turn you on? Are you going to tell me it's the fucking monks? Are you gonna, is, that your, is that your answer? No, no. Let's see. The surefire way to turn me on. Oh, that's a hard question. You can have like a, a chain, a one, two, three to really get you going. If you needed it. Usually it's just a kiss. 
We had talked about it. My partner and I, we do a plug-in. Well, I call it the flat 69. We're both opposites and I'm stroking him and he's plugged into me and we talk and that turns me on. It sits in my heart. This is what it's supposed to be like to be with somebody. Yeah. So that is a surefire way. And it usually starts with a kiss. We'll kiss and then get naked and spend time talking to each other. So I, I don't have a turn on like go over and kiss me behind my ear and then touch me here, touch me there. It's really my mental state. Talk to me, talk to me yeah. and, and get me included in the moment. And, and then I'm turned on. I love that. I think mine would be the same. If you wanted to capture my attention. It would be one of those big, deep, yummy, just gooey kisses, right? But I think there's a couple of things. You could come up behind me and, and bite my neck real gentle. Every bell and whistle will go off. I'll have goosebumps. I will flood my panties and my nipples will become hard instantly for sure. With any of these, with the kiss, with the biting of the neck, or I think sometimes it's that shitty smile they give you, the, the sexy, yes, you know, right? It's that smile. So they have that. That they're super, you know, you get that. I'm doing it now. Like the grin that I have on my face, it's like that shit eating grin with the, the halfway squinty eye and that, like knowing look. Sometimes that is all I need. And I'm all, yeah, no, come fuck me right now. <laughs> don't say, don't even talk. I don't even need you to talk. Just take me to the bedroom. Let's go. Well, like tonight, I got to spend a few minutes with him because I've had a really long day and it was just sitting there making out like old teenagers. And that was such a turn on. We laughed and giggle. I love to laugh with him. I absolutely have to say that laughing, getting to the core laugh where your belly's laughing and there's no sound coming out. You're just happy. Agreed. It is so a filling. I've never had that with anybody else. It's really amazing when you have it from the belly. And I have to say, it has really filled me up. I do so much in my day-to-day job and to be able to turn around and, and to laugh with somebody and not worry about the moment, anything else but that moment is just so amazing. And I, I please implore everybody to go laugh. You know, I really do. Oh, a thousand percent. I think if I was to have a type, because if you looked at all of my partners, I don't think you'd be able to figure it out. Um, It's, it's laughter. If you make me laugh, my panties will come off and I will chuck them in your face and I will grab you by your ear and, and we will be fucking soon. Like laughter every time. It's such a valued thing. I love laughing like that. I love feeling that good. So if you can stimulate my brain with laughter, oh yeah, no, I, I will probably never be able to leave you unhealthily. <laughs> I love it. I'm with you. If you take me to comedy, generally, if I go to comedy, I come out horny. I don't know why. It doesn't oh, matter sure. what the conversation is or what the topic was. If I laugh that hard, I'll come out going, oh yeah, it's time. Come here. You know, the alley would be violated. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, I agree. I guess we had fun with our 10, you know, I, I really think we're going to definitely have fun doing this every now and then. So go, go have fun. Send us your answers to these questions. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. With that said, go be good humans. Go be good humans. Hi everyone. Thank you for listening and supporting our podcast. Just to let you know, you can check us and all of our resources out at orgasmicterrorist.com, or you can leave us a message by calling 503 503- Four five one five two three four. Go be great humans to each other. I'm always a people pleaser. I absolutely love sucking cock, and therefore was never into pussy. I know you totally are into dick, so there's that. I am totally into dick. I would draw dick. I actually have dick 
cake pans because I love dick. I think the phallic symbol, I like, I would resonate with the Greek lords that always put them on their statues as big as the heads of most men. (laughs) 